Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A roast as dark as the night. Perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes. He's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of Spring Hill Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> Troglodytes. It's the holidays, <laughs> and I got my family to see. Oh, look, a parent is teaching their kid to walk on the jet bridge of the plane. I got a layover, you little shit. I will drop kick that baby back into the womb. Let's get in the Christmas spirit by yelling in traffic. Happy holidays, you motherfuckers. I'm getting drunk in the airport. It's the most wonderful time of the year. So please give it up for the brighter side. Of holiday travel. Yes, yes, Amber, that was lovely. What is a troglodyte? I don't know. I think I've heard it before. I just like the word. It it's just a sounds great like a, word. A microscopic thing. That's a really nasty thing, right? Trog. Troglodyte. It sounds troglodyte. like you, you drink it in water and it makes your brain go shit, right? Uh, all right, uh, all right. Troglodyte is we're learning early in the show here. Troglodyte. It's a noun. It's a person who lived in a cave. A hermit. A person who is regarded as being deliberately ignorant or old-fashioned, you used it correctly. Look at me. Yes! Yes, we're smart. <laughs> you troglodytes. Oh, my God. They're uh, everywhere on holidays. Because the thing is, is when you're traveling, a lot of people who don't normally travel, travel on the holidays. Yes. And they're all getting drunk because they're all scared. <sighs> and we've had this like weird tradition. Granted, I'm a big part of it. Yes. Is that, you know, when you, it's, it's hard to travel. And so you got to drink through it. You know, and so as a people, and then we get in this situation, we talk about, you know, your, your St. Patrick's Day, your Halloween's, you got a lot of people drinking hard that don't normally drink hard. No. And they're put in this situation that they're not normally in. No. And so then bad things tend 
to happen. This is on my list of things to talk about on this episode. Uh, if you're just, uh, thank you for coming in. Uh, I'm Ed Larson. That's Amber Nelson. This is the brighter side. We're talking about holiday travel. Woo! It's coming up. We're all going to be going through it. Uh, uh, me and Amber just went through a little preview of it. And uh, we're, we're going to talk about our trips uh, this past week, tell some jokes. And, uh, but first, I mean, what's going on right now in the airports is madness. Like I've been traveling uh, way more than I should be right now recently, and I gotta say that uh, it, the the stewardesses and the uh, the the flight attendants are uh, terrified. Oh yeah, yeah, because you don't know. People are just like they're acting out. I was on a plane, and I'm not talking a Spirit Airlines. I'm not talking a budget airlines. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. There was this woman in front of me who is three hours into this flight blasting a movie with no headphones, and then nobody was stopping her. Stewardesses kept walking by. No one stopped her. And I let it go for like a solid three minutes, which mm -hmm. is a long time to yeah. listen to this shit I don't want to listen to. Oh, my God. And I leaned over and said, excuse me, miss, do you have headphones? She looked at me like I was like I was crazy. Yeah. Like I was crazy. No. What are you doing blasting a movie on an airplane? Well, it's hard enough up here. I'm already freaking out. Every time I remember I'm 30,000 feet in the air, I start freaking out. I don't need your stupid ass movie. I mean, we all watching movies. Not one of us sounds weird. No. Do you not look around? Do you not look around at the people around you? She didn't. Yeah. She didn't. And I saw her get off the airport and then not. Another thing about people who travel who don't normally travel is they don't read the airport signs. No, they just start walking and shit. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm wrong person gate. And then they just stop there right in front of you. Like there's no like it's a highway of feet of people. Yeah. No, they, the airport's so difficult. I mean, it is like New York City on crack at the airport and everyone's trying to figure it out. And, you know, you're going to be switching flights. You're going to be running through and everyone's mad. And so, like, you just honestly, you need the chill pill. You need and the chill pill. But the, they don't serve alcohol on airplanes anymore. They, they do. They did on my Delta flight. Really? Oh, yeah. Free. I got Comfort Plus, baby. What? Oh, because yeah. you paid more. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, you can buy booze if you're in coach in Delta. Because I wrote American they Airlines. They just don't come. They, I think American Airlines stopped it because there's so the incidents are skyrocketing. Really? Yeah. And uh, but the thing, the thing is, it's uh, everyone they're overserving at the airport bars, and a lot of the airport bars, like every, also every state has different laws. Yeah. So some people can leave the airport bar in some states with a with a beer, and then other states you have to drink it in there, you know, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And so people are getting to go beverages and sneaking them on the airplane. And then because Delta's serving booze, but they're only making two rounds the whole flight from here to fucking, uh, you know, New York. Oh, two little nips? That just gets me nothing. Yeah, that, yeah. So you know, it's not going to really change you. But uh, yeah, the it was. Uh, I saw some crazy shit recently on really? a flight. What happened? I saw a uh, on my way back from Florida. I saw a woman have to be restrained because she just started scratching the woman next to her. What? I saw her getting hammered with some other woman who they just met at the bar at the airport, and I saw him getting looped up. And I think she was on some pills too. I might have talked about this briefly on the show, but um, yeah, no, she just flipped out and she started like scratching at the other woman. And um, and then oh, also, guys, if you hear a little click clacking, we got a special guest. We got Rambo. In we the got studio. Rambo. Rambo's in the studio today. I miss my boy. I just got home yesterday. Uh, but yeah, no, this woman she just straight up turned and just started scratching at this other woman, like started bleeding. And then what? they found they had to like find they had to sit the two people next to her in like uh, the flight attendant seats. 
And uh, this other flight attendant, this dude, had to sit next to her and literally hold her down for three hours. Three hours? She was super tiny. Like Uh She was like half the size of you. But I mean, still holding someone down for that many hours—that's he needs a pay raise. You look, it's crazy what's going on. This is just me. Like the chances of anyone seeing anything are rare, but the, not anymore. I mean, the the incidents are skyrocketing. Oh my god! I will. There's a lot of like. I, I this is one of my jokes. I said I feel like at the airport. I feel like I'm in kindergarten because there's these signs everywhere that says "Please be kind." Yeah. Please be nice. And I got to memorize the numbers and letters to my gates. And my parents dropped me off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like kindergarten. That is amazing. Yeah, no, it is all of that now. And we're not being nice and we're not being kind. No. And, uh, and it's... Uh, it's because the masks hide smiles. And I get that, like, if you have something, the mask, like, prevents it from escaping. But it's like, we also don't see smiles. Yeah, you and know. Air, like flying sucks already. Mm-hmm. We already have to go through the theater of taking off our shoes, which we've been doing for 20 fucking years. Yeah. Uh what does this even do? And then now we all have to wear masks all on the airplane. It it like it it I hate it. Yeah, I hate it too. It's it's <laughs> flying is very difficult and it makes sense why people flip out. And uh there has been uh yeah, it's it's there's been a rise in uh, uh stuff that's been going on. Uh five thousand incidents uh, really? this year, uh which is way up from like uh, I don't it's I, I don't know, it's 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 more it's more than doubled uh this year alone. Wow. And uh and uh they say that seventy five percent of those incidents are because of mask wearing. And uh, and then I said the other 25% are uh, completely justified. Because the airlines are still treating people like fucking shit. Yeah. Maybe even worse. And and so you got the airlines treating you like shit. And then you got to like behave. Uh, and then people are getting drunk. They're mad. We got the people that we all know that rage is up in this country. Oh, hardcore yeah. right now. And and I think that it's it's the worst mixture. And then the people stuck in the middle forcing uh being forced to police this shit are the flight attendants Man, you know God and it's bless like them. and it's like they, they're waiters yeah. you know like what are we we're, we're that's our last line of defense you know is what are we even doing here and like you can't put an air marshal on every flight there's too many fucking flights you know they they they're there but they're not you can't always expect it to happen you can't but let me tell you what Ed, i went to gulfport mississippi mm. and um their airport is my favorite airport in America. It is getting through check-in. There was nobody in line. Yeah. And then the the, the lady checking my ticket was like, how you doing? You just got to put your ID right in here. And then I go right on through. And they're like, all right, miss, you got any lotions in your bag? And like, no, sir, I don't. And he's like, all right, you send it on through. And he sends it on through to the little scanner. And they're like, all right, miss, you come on, stand right here. And I go, stand right here. And yeah. then I get out and they're like, you have a good day now. And I did. And then I went to the airport bar and they had a Bloody Mary bar. Whoa. At the Bloody Mary bar, it was totally self-serve. There's like these little, like, little flippy things, little containers where you can put... Pickled okra, pickled Fine. green beans, little like um, um, onions, you know, all the fun stuff. There wasn't gum in it. No. It wasn't flipped over. 
There wasn't trash. It was clean. Yeah. Also, just all the awful people drink just beer and shots. Yeah. They don't make their little Bloody Mary bar. <laughs> but it was nice. And they were all telling me to have a great day now, ma'am. You have a great day. And yeah. I was like, this is the life. Yeah. No. Occasionally, you run into a good airport, and it really just makes you feel wonderful. They also have a smoking section. Oh. They have a smoking section in the airport, which is... Bad. I only went in there once, and I I do smoke occasionally. Well, because it's just a tiny room that everyone smokes in. And it's like you know you got to keep your mask on at the airport, but it's like let's take all the smokers, make them take their masks off, and breathe in each other's fucking carbon fucking mixed fiberglass. Like <laughs> it was nasty. I needed a shower after I left that place, and oh, I want to yeah. be like I never want to think of this again. <laughs> but I saw people going in and out of it, you know. Oh, just loving it, people. And then love. they had these little. Those little spray things. Oh, like, like it's gonna fucking do that gonna anything. Fucking do. Open a window, you fucking savages. <laughs> like, <what is laughs> no it? window. Hate, like, yeah. Nothing. It's like you're telling me, like, a lot of the airports I've been to recently, uh, uh, Hawaii or Panama City or uh, even Burbank, there's a lot of outdoors to them. Oh, uh, which is so nice, which is you can spend time outside and it's just, woo. That's all I want. I'm an outdoor lady. I'm a Mississippi, Louisiana, Saudi Arabia girl. We're outside. We're not inside. Yeah. I want to be where the sun is and the grass. What am I doing inside an airport all day? That's another reason why I go insane. Because you go and you know, like your back of your animal brain knows, okay, so I go check in. I'm going to be inside from what, 6 a.m. till 6 p.m.? Yeah. I hate it. Mm -hmm. I want to be outside. Yeah. Some airports have balconies. That's really nice. A lot of the balconies, there's a balcony- I got to go into the um, not recent. This like uh, two or three years ago, but I got to go into the uh, the the Delta Lounge. Oh, oh my God! What high society! High society is first the of all Lounge. open bar. Yeah, just like straight up open bar buffet showers. They had a, a smoker's balcony where you could smoke while the planes fucking whiz by. Fun. That was fucking cool. And as you're hell. not surrounded by your own filth when yeah, it's outside. Yeah, I was the only one. I just hung on that fucking balcony for like an hour because my plane got delayed. Now, how do you get chilling. the Delta thingy? Do you have to have a credit card? Because you I... either fly first class uh-huh. or you have to be like silver or not silver, like like platinum Something. medallion bullshit. Because one time my brother got me a ticket first class and I went to the Delta the thing to check in and they were like, are the the first class lounge and they were like miss we normally don't do this and they gave me a really hard time yeah and the one time they didn't let me in there the second time they did well sometimes they they won't let you in uh if you're not flying far enough like if you just have first class but you're flying from like new york to florida they're like go fuck but if you're flying from new york to la they're like okay you need uh you need some love so they they do it like that. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, Look I've, at that. I've been I've been on the on the ground floor of this thing. My God, sometimes I would go up and just be like, "Hey, can I get in there?" And they'd be like, "Do you have a first class ticket?" And I'd be like, "No." And like, "Do you have a credit card with us?" I was like, "No." And they're like, "What makes you think you could get in?" And I was like, "Thought I'd ask." Yeah. And then I ran away. Straight up ask. <laughs> Just go for it. I remember I went to a USO lounge one time. I was like, I performed USO. I, oh. I was like, I walk in, I'm like, hey, how you doing? I've been a US performer. He's like, okay, that's really great. Um, he's like, so you're not a soldier. <laughs> I'm just like, no, nope, not a soldier. And so I was, uh, I, I left. Tell him you can go tell jokes in there. I, I should, you and just the honest, strippers in the USO lounge. Honestly, I should have. That would have been kind of nice. 
But you know, I want I just needed some granola bars in a in a, in a prepackaged sandwich. It really is nice. I've only been in the first class lounge one time and I was like, oh, this is a fucking life. It's yeah. food. They give you food, they give you drinks. I'm on three times now and fuck, it's great. Spoiled. It makes you spoiled. You don't want to go back to no 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 first class. Oh my god. I have I can't sit in coach and I'm going to be flying coach. On my trip back to Cincinnati this uh, this Christmas, mm. I'm going from the uh, not to give away exactly when I'm going to be in town, but tell uh, us I, when you're leaving, Ed, so we can come rob you. I'm gonna be gone for four days, and I'm coming back on Christmas, so I'm leaving on the 21st. Good and uh, and I got a coach ticket, and the fucking thing nine hundred and twenty dollars. Yep. Nine hundred and twenty. What are they doing to us? And they like they're yeah. sitting there like surprised that people are flipping out. It's like people save up for months to be able to do this. Of course, they feel a little selfish, a little entitled. Now, I'm not saying we should do it, but I'm saying you should understand where the fuck it's coming from. If you're going to treat people like shit, don't expect them to behave like perfect fucking citizens. Yeah. And it's just like, and they keep pointing their finger at us. Like, we're the ones, but it's like, you need to straighten up too. You know, but like half of these people can't fit in these fucking seats. Uh, you put the you put a two hundred and fifty pound man in the middle seat. Uh, everyone, the whole row is gonna flip out. You know, not just them, the people sitting next to him. Also, the pilots, I hear they don't get paid a lot. No, they get paid donkey shit. Get out of here. Pay the pilots the most money. They used to be like a prestigious fucking job, and now it's like they're barely, they're scraping by. Damn. And it's just like they're, they're, everyone's lives in their hands. It's so important. You know, and but they're getting paid like they're driving a bus. And, you know, not that a, driving a bus is a bad occupation, but, you know, you're flying a plane. I feel like it's a little bit higher in the hierarchy. You're in the 30,000 feet in the air. I'm yeah. above the birds. Yeah, we, we saw what happens when that pilot flips out. Remember in Germany, the fucking suicidal pilot just took the plane down and killed everyone on the plane with him? Yeah. Like fucking 12 years ago or something like and that? And that's why uh, two pilots cannot, like one pilot can't just be in the cockpit alone. That makes sense. Yeah. There's th usually three, right? There's two pilots and a navigator. No, there's just, uh, from what I've seen, only two pilots and then the computer system. Because I always look back mm -hmm. when I walk on the plane just to make sure it's not like some guy with a handful of knives being like, ha ha, I fly the plane, you know? Well, I mean, someone's got to go to the bathroom. What happens? So, a so there's two guys. So there's one, yeah, stewardess comes in and they sit. Ah. And then they take the, like, the food cart and they put it right in front. Mm -hmm. of the doorway and then one time i was on a flight and this guy was like why can't i just get up and go to the bathroom at the front and we were all like duh dude like the pilot's in there yeah. we need to like safeguard this you can't just like bum rush the cockpit you fucking idiot here's the thing the older i get the more i see and i don't want to shit on the human race we're all beautiful we run a podcast on positivity yeah but there are so many people who do not look around and think oh, maybe I should put on headphones because there's a movie on. Yeah. Or, oh, the pilot's in the bathroom and there's a food cart up front. Maybe I shouldn't, I should go to the bathroom in the back. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. It, it no. drives me fucking crazy, Ed. It's it's common sense, but it's also common courtesy. And, you know, you, you got that Southern hospitality. And, you know, but it's just, like, it's, it's driving me nuts how much people just like are just rude to be rude. They're rude to be rude. But I tell you one thing I did, and this is about 15 years ago. I was um, taking off the nail polish on my nails in the airplane. 
And my girlfriends were like, what are you doing? And they were laughing at me. And they're like, you can't just like bring out nail polish remover on the airplane. Oh, certainly. Oh, sick. you were doing, I thought you were scratching it off. No, I didn't. I, uh, I brought, brought nail polish off on the airplane. Oh yeah, no, you can't do that. I can't do that. You can't do that. So I'm a victim. I've also done the same thing. I've taken my shoes off before. My feet were hurt. But you didn't parking. put nail polish on your hands. Remover on your hands. No, I mean, that's pretty intense. <laughs> I can't believe I would have. I would have told that story for decades. I'd be like, this fucking bitch. Pulled out. I know. Look at me talking about these idiots with no common sense, and I'm the one that took off my nail polish in the airplane. I feel bad whenever I sneak on like hot food, you know, and trying to eat it like 30 minutes later. But oh my god! Sometimes just, you just have to. Eddie's sitting in the middle seat with a cheesesteak. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. I gotta fit all this in me so I can poop it out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> At the um, at the LAX airport, there's a Coles, which is a French dip sandwich place. Mm. And I went there. I was so hungry. I got a French dip sandwich. And I, you know how at the airport bar you is talk that to strangers. The American. Oh, uh, you were. At, was this at the American bar? At the American, yeah, the American the bar terminal. Mm-hmm. Man, the Delta terminal fucking sucks. Really? And I only fly Delta, and they're Delta. They got a Barney's Beanery, and that's fine. But the rest of it's fucking garbage. They don't have an airport bar. They do. It's a Barney's Beanery, and then a really bad airport bar. But yeah, no, I got a feeling that all the other terminals are great, and yeah. I'm just sitting in the fucking shitty ass terminal. No, we. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, yeah, I we have that. a Coles French dip, so I got a French dip sandwich mm. and like some garlic fries. Fuck great. Yeah. And um, I'm sitting talking to the next guy next to me, and he's talking about I think he's from Thailand, and we were talking about like dating apps and how you know dating and how you need to be upfront on the first date. And I was just like housing down this sandwich because my plane comes in like 20 minutes. Yeah. I'm just fucking ripping into the sandwich. And I was like, yeah, you got to be honest on your first date. You know, like, I ask people if they believe in souls. Because I believe in souls. Yeah. And if you don't believe in souls, we can't date. And he's like, yeah, that's right. You know, I'm like talking about souls. And I'm uh-huh. just fucking ripping in the sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, all right, my flight's here. I got to go. I don't think his flight was there. Yeah, he probably didn't believe in souls. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, I gotta go. This crazy bitch is housing a sandwich talking about souls. Yeah. I gotta go. That's the beauty of the airport. You're like, you'll never see them again. I will never see that man again. Yeah, that is. I've, I've had many a conversation where you're like, this is nice. Goodbye forever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's a great uh, airport if you ever get a chance? I got a layover there recently. I got one coming up on Christmas. I'm actually very excited. Uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Honestly, best airport I've ever been to. Really? I was so surprised. The options for food and shopping. They had a full-on, are you ready for this? I can't wait. Hopefully it's open so I can buy some Christmas presents. A full-on Prince store. Just like a whole store dedicated to Prince. Prince the artist? Yeah, because he's from Minneapolis. What? Yeah, and so they have a full just store, a store that just sells Prince merch. And I was like, whoa, I love this. I lo- That's crazy. Yeah, and then every restaurant's better than the last one. It was so, But then they also have the shitty ones if you want some fucking doo-doo food. But it, it's like everything's super clean. I felt like I could have laid down on the floor. What? Like it was, uh, it was an um, impeccable airport. Minneapolis? Minneapolis, St. Paul. I would have never called it best airport I've ever been to. So we should one day, if we're, you know, rich enough, Take a flight to Minneapolis. Just chill. And take a flight to Gulfport. Yeah. Oh, I love chill. it. Yeah. And let's go to all our favorite airports and yeah. then just check it out. I'm literally like I I went, I'm doing I'm going there on purpose. When I was bu- when I was booking my flight, I had to get a layover to Cincinnati because there's no more directs to Cincinnati from Los Angeles. And so I had to fucking pick out uh an airport. 
And uh, there, and then I was like, I love Minneapolis. So I, I looked through all the flights and I picked the one that stopped in Minneapolis wow. for an extra hour. I'm like, it's like, that's how much I enjoyed the airport. I'm like, I'm going to relax. I'm going to pick up some last minute gifts for the family. And then uh, everyone's getting print shirts. I hope they're not listening. The, uh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Now let's talk about, uh, because we were talking about um, everybody's drunk. I personally have to have one whiskey before I, like I get on the plane. I like it. I don't have to, but I do it because I love it. Yeah. I just get, um, flying makes me very nervous. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm also always on like 10 edibles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I just go in like free balling, like like yeah. just totally like free balling on life. Just, yeah. Like no. nothing. I want to. Yeah. I want to like I call it time traveling. I just want to wake up in a new place and then just be like, OK, I'm here. That was a nice little nap, you know, because uh, that's the way to do it. Yeah. If you can. I mean, that's everyone should just do what they can to pass out on the flight. Yeah. Especially if it. you're going from West Coast to East Coast or either way, because the the time difference, you know, you're going to want that extra. uh if you're going from East Coast to West Coast, you probably want to stay awake. But if you're going from uh, West Coast to East Coast, you're going to want to fall asleep just so you can uh, have you can be more on their time. Oh, because it's the two-hour time difference. Three, Three hours. Yeah. The time zones are crazy. They are a little goofy. They are a little goofy. You know, come to find out, Arizona... Um, they they don't have times time differences with the with the solstice or whatever. Yes. Um, and I always thought because Arizona was so magical that their time is always the same. They just don't honor the time zone differences. Yeah, they're just annoying about it. They don't care at this point. It's just them trying to fucking make a statement. <laughs> I mean, just just go along with it, man. I know. Yeah, I know that's like the worst thing you could say to some people is just go along with it, but. Come on. Like if everyone's doing it, we're just we're talking about time. I don't know. Apparently, um the world uh uses up um billions of dollars every year for time change and I don't understand why. How? It doesn't make any sense. It's time change. The clock's already set. I no, don't I don't know. You, you just mean. move the clock. How does that cost billions of dollars? I don't know, it costs billions of dollars. I think a lot of things that we hear are just straight up lies. Yeah. Just like <laughs> I also get a lot of my news from the drunkest man at the bar and yeah. um, I believe it. <laughs> you know, and I do zero fact checking and but if it's like sensational enough, I believe it. And I spread those lies. So you wait till it's like very weird. And then you're like, that's the one I believe. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, whenever I hear something crazy, I have to read, I have to read three articles and then I'll believe it. Mm. You know, it takes me that long. I believe it immediately. <laughs> Rock and roll, drunky Sam. It's Moon's true now. Cheese. <laughs> it's true now. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, you want to tell some jokes? Yeah. Well, I told that joke about uh, airports like kindergarten. I really can't get over all these signs saying, please be kind. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. It's crazy. It's everywhere. 
It's everywhere. I went to Mississippi recently. Their state bird is fried with a side of collard greens. <laughs> COVID? Uh, COVID, I'm worried about catching diabetes. <laughs> All anyone does is eat and talk shit. They get their cardio from running their mouth. Oh, I love this. This is great. <laughs> That is all they do in Mississippi is just eat and talk shit. Oh, I believe you a thousand percent. Uh, there's, I, w- I would have guessed that you know, without <laughs> you telling me. Oh, man. I've been trying to save some money, you know, because of this wedding coming up. So I took uh, Spirit Airlines. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they, I remember uh, one time, I, I literally, this happened to me. I took Spirit Airlines and I showed up and there was a line all the way around outside, like throughout, like you couldn't even check in. Uh, without being without being inside the airport, I've never seen anything like it. I'm like, this is a line. Like, yeah, this is a line. Get in there. All right, all right, I'm gonna get in the line. And then I remember I get in the line, and this disheveled woman comes out, and uh, she's got this like half tucked in yellow shirt. You could tell she works the Spirit, and she's just like, "If you're going to Denver, you ain't going." <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh my god, they got not going to Denver." This <laughs> fucking craziest thing. It's like Spirit Airlines. I had to go from point A to point. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in the back next to a crate of chickens, sipping on an $8 Diet Coke. It's like riding a bus in Guatemala. <laughs> all middle seats. All, all middle, middle seats. All middle, I don't know how they do it. It doesn't make any sense. Everyone, it's all, it's all middle seats. <laughs> oh, trying oh. to save money when I went to uh, when I when I went to New York. I stayed in Newark, yeah. It was a scare B and B. As soon as I got there, I saw a pigeon stab a rat over a cigarette. <laughs> They'll do it. These are the jokes, folks. I actually stayed in Astoria at, a, at the cheapest Airbnb I could find, $65 a night. I'm splitting this apartment with this old Portuguese woman. She's a Delta flight attendant who injured herself on the job, apparently, because when I showed up, she was in a hospital bed in the living room, smoking like a chimney. I was like, I was like, I was like, whoa, this is all real. These aren't, aren't the jokes anymore. It's me telling a story. And uh, yeah, so I show up. I was like, oh, because I, I texted her. I'm like, oh, you know, I'll be there tomorrow. It doesn't matter what time I come by. She's like, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm going to be home. I just had surgery. I was like, okay, no problem. I didn't realize that she was in the living room in a hospital bed and like had a caretaker at the house and like in my room was the like a, a twin bed that might as well have been like a fucking like a, a desk you know oh, it was so hard Eddie you can't be in a twin bed That's it was like- it was crazy it was it was so but I was like you know what 65 dollars a night I gotta make this trip work I don't want to you know because I don't like staying with Jeff and like you know just because we have to have some kind of separation yeah you know you got I don't you know we, we're working together we're writing jokes all day we're, we're, we're working together at night and then I don't want to sleep there too you know I just need I just need that like he's not your wife yeah exactly exactly if it, if it was a hotel and we had two rooms we sleep next that's fine but like you know his apartment I just like I can't you know so I, I so I rented this room in Astoria and this woman she I walk in she's like oh so sexy. Oh my God. 
Eddie, if that was a man and you were a woman. Oh my God, that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, you'd be in prison. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, was oh. she just sitting up in the hospital bed, like mid drag, looking at you? Yeah. Oh. You're so sexy. You look so, you're such a sexy man. That's and then, terrifying. And then uh, her caretaker was like, yeah, sexy, sexy. It's like the only word she knew. It was the craziest thing. But I was like, you know, I was like kind of charmed. I was like, oh, thanks. You know, like, whatever. You know, I'm like looking better these days. You know, like. <laughs> So that's why you got a pep in your step. Oh my God. It was so funny. And then, so I remember like, so then I, cause I had going straight to Caroline's cause I was hosting the shows for Jeff and Caroline's and uh, I would leave straight from there and I'd like come out and I put on an outfit and I come out and like, look good. And you're like, very sexy. I was like, thank you ladies. Oh and, then my like, God. and then I leave and, and I came back and honestly, Alexandra, I fell in love with this woman. She was the sweetest, kindest. She reminded me a lot of my mom, to be honest with you. And I got home at like 2 a.m. She's up smoking a cigarette. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And goes to put on. I'm like, ah, smoke your cigarette. Who gives a shit? You know, you know, if Julie was there, like someone else, but like, ah, fuck it. I don't care. You know? And so, and then I stood up till four in the morning talking to her. Two, really? Two out of the four nights I stay there. Oh, you gave her another five years of life. Honestly, I hugged her. It was like, the you could tell it was like the first time like a man has touched her in so long. Oh my God. You know, I felt like my heart broke for her. And I, it's just like, but she was so sweet, so kind. And she's just like, she's got spine problems from years of working as a, as a flight attendant. You know, I was talking to a flight attendant and they said uh, a lot of them have to wear heels. And they said, usually, you know, you're walking heel to toe, heel to toe. Mm. But on an airplane, you're going front, front, back, back, but also side, side. Cause it's, a, yeah. you're on a 4d surface, you know? So your body's constantly adjusting on all different sides. So you're going to have spine problems. Yeah, she had spine problems that she just like kept working through instead of fixing it. And then, you know, time happened and like there was one day she just couldn't feel her right side anymore. And so now she's on disability for Delta. And uh, and it's a whole and it's a disaster. And I'm sitting there and I hear the last night I'm leaving, I hear her on the phone and like they're trying to fucking evict this woman because she's not making enough money. And like that's why she's... Airbnb being out the extra room in her apartment for $65 a night and hoping to get whatever little money she can a week. And, uh, and so I, I felt so bad for her. I didn't know what to do. There's nothing you could do. You know, it's not like I got enough money to fucking save this woman's life. No, I mean, you, even if you gave her a hundred dollars, that's not, that What's it going to do? It doesn't need help. She needs thousands. A month. Yeah. She needs thousands. You know? So it was, a. Uh, but is she paying so her rent and they're trying to evict? If she's paying the rent, she's paying the rent. Well, no, I think she's behind oh. because she's not working and she's got to like she's got to pay caretakers because she can't get out of bed. You know, she's stuck in this fucking hospital bed, and and so and she can't walk at all. That's you know? the saddest fucking story I've heard in a long time, man. I know it broke my goddamn heart, but she's a, a truly wonderful woman, and it just shows like. You know, the way we fucking treat people in this country. And like, and I'm like the last night I was in town, I was showing my movie and, you know, it was like on my way there, I heard her talking about fighting eviction. And it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm going to show a movie that's like it's happening where I'm staying in that moment. And it was uh, it was depressing as all hell. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. And she's honestly just a beam of light. You know, we talked for hours about the world about the, this show, uh, you know, I, I was talking about you and Julie and, 
you know, like uh, my life as a performer because oh. she used to be an actress. And like, really? And it was like, it was just, and she was telling me how beautiful Portugal is. That's the place I talked about the I know, streams I, I ago. Was like, I was like, we were just talking about Portugal. I was like, you got to listen to the show, you know? And then, uh, but she, like, her internet got turned off the second night I was there, you know? And so it was like, it was a mess. It was a horrible place to stay, you know, all, you know, but. At the same time, you know, I made it work for what I what I knew I was in, and then I stayed an extra night. I gave her cash. I was like, "We need to leave Airbnb out of this. We'll just you and me have some. You know, it's just between us." And so- <laughs> Good for you, Eddie. Yeah, I always cut. I always try to find a cut a deal when I can. There you go. I, but and it's like these people. I was trying to. She's on all these like fentanyl and shit. She's high as a kite half the time talking to her. And um, the I was just talking to her. Just like, well, how come you like, you know, you don't smoke weed? You know, and she's like, I don't know. I'm scared. I was like, you're on fentanyl. I was like, <laughs> I was like don't be scared of marijuana for Christ's sake. You know, and so I, I I left some edibles and I told her, I told, I told the the nurse where they were, you know, but she speak, I don't think she speaks English. So hopefully it's If she says you sexy. Yeah. She says you sexy. She says, uh, keys, very nice. Uh, <laughs> thank you. She says those words. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was such a, a wild, a wild thing. I ran into some women in Mississippi who are older, like I would say in their like late 60s, early 70s, uh, some in their late 70s, but they um, just stopped dating for a long, long time. And the thing is, is they um, resolve themselves to like never date, but then they'll like flirt with men that are married, that are oh. around, you know what I mean? And they just looked miserable. Yeah, of course. I mean, because they're, Yeah. Are you ready for another sad story, Ed? I want one. Okay, so this is like, it made, you know when like you see people you haven't seen in a long time and like shit just makes sense? Yeah. So I'm in these like woods, backwoods in Mississippi and I, this person, I won't say who they are or how, if I am, how I know them, Mm -hmm. but this lady comes to the house and um, she's always hated me. I got to know her when I was 13 and I moved to town and she just hated me from the get go. And my mom would be like, well, you know, she loves you. She just showing it a different way. But then she sat down at the meeting and my mom was like, oh, for the first time I saw the pure hatred in her heart for you. <laughs> and um, I mean. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry that I ever doubted you. Yeah, she, <laughs> she hates you. And um, she's one of the women that like just doesn't date, hasn't dated for a while. And she like takes care of this other older woman that stays with her. And they mm-hmm. both are just like very angry. And um there was this like video she showed me of her grandson who's about three years old. And he's doing this thing where you like hook both of your fingers on the side of your mouth and like, like yeah. a monster face. Nanny, nanny, boo, boo. Nanny, nanny, boo, boo. And he's like a kid and they're like discovering their face and their muscles, right? Yeah. And she keeps pulling his hands down and saying, no, don't do that. Don't touch your face. You can't do that. You can't do that. Sit still. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh. I don't like it. I don't want, I want to do like, he doesn't know how to express. Like I want to have fun and yeah. she's just like not letting him do it. And I was like, Oh, she's so controlling that. Um, she couldn't stand the fact that I, I wouldn't be controlled. Yeah. You got a, a, a huge distrust of authority, huge distrust. And then here's a kicker, Ed, they showed me a video of him on the toilet taking a dump mm-hmm. and it was a big fucking dump. Yeah. And then they picked him up. She picked him up off the toilet and you saw it and you could see the look on his face and it was like he 
he was confused about the camera being there and why people were laughing. Yeah. But yet he couldn't touch his own mouth when he's doing nanny nanny boo boo. So it's like he didn't have autonomy over his own body. No, for sure. And that's how controlling he was. But and you I definitely got to keep those fingers out of your mouth while you're dumping. While you're dumping. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but her son was like a huge misogynist. Like growing up, he would say some shit that was just like nasty, nasty. Yeah. And I saw him in college, like try to flirt with girls. And it was just like, you're not getting laid because they can sense you just hate them. You yeah. know what I mean? And I was like, that really opened my eyes to, oh, misogynists, they probably had a raging, controlling mother. Maybe. I think. like that. Or um, I've, I've met plenty with like moms that were too nice to ever tell them they were wrong also. Right. I've seen that before. You know, like no one ever said, nope, that's not how you do that. You know, and I think I think it's both. It's right. people who have a controlling mom who they hate, and so now they hate all women or like sisters that used to beat the shit out of them. But I've also seen that turn men into the weak, sniveling little, you know, like scared boys, you know, right. scared of everything. Or I guess the opposite side of the coin where they were just given no discipline. And yes. then they, they grow up and they're like, but I'm the big king of the castle. And like life fucking is like Brock, whatever the swimming rapist. Swimming rapist. The guy that the the swimmer, um, Brock. I can't remember. Oh, his the last guy with name. the pine cone. Yeah, the one with the girl at the dumpster who got away with it because his he had a, a a life ahead of him. Yeah, that was why he got away with it. What a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, yeah and yeah. witnesses caught him doing it. Yeah, no, it wasn't it was like just kind of lie, sort no. of made up drunken thing. It was one of the worst. I could. It was the biggest slap in the face Could to humanity that he got away with. Because he has he a life ahead of him. How many more people is she has a life to? ahead of her too? And now it's fucked up. I guess her life doesn't matter, does it? Yeah, no. I guess her life doesn't matter. Does I'm sorry, it? wrong podcast. Wrong podcast. <laughs> the. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I get so mad. And I was telling you earlier, like I, I didn't see the news for a week because I've been out in the swamps. Yeah. And then I like today I was looking at some bullshit on Twitter and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Is everyone miserable? Yeah. Here's my question. The news in the swamp is there's that turtle again. I know. <laughs> there's Sorry, that turtle ahead, again. Oh man, they're coming over. <laughs> she's a hussy. Oh, she's a hussy. Oh, say a hussy girl. She's coming over for some gumbo. Better get two bowls ready. <laughs> so funny. But right. I just saw some people online that I was like, is everyone miserable? Yeah. Really? Like the shit that comes out of people's mouths on the internet. And I know that that's not real life, but to post this, to post these things that are so hateful. Yeah. See, I, I refuse to read any comments uh, like a YouTube comment. Like I'll never again read a YouTube comment. Really? Whether it's my video or someone else's. Oh, like, I love YouTube comments. No, that goes into the ether. That's like I don't, I don't give, I don't respect the people enough to even indulge a, a right. moment of my time because they didn't it. make the video. Yeah, and I'm dumber every time I read it. It's right. dumber, and like it, it, no one posts anything to be nice. It's always like because if you post something nice, it's got no likes. But if they you do post on something my mean, channel. Yeah. Oh, well, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, but my channel's small. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's like it, people do post things that are nice. That that is wrong. I mean, the roundtable page is, you know, one of the most beautiful places on earth, and so is the brighter side page. By yes. the way, uh, so if you are on Facebook, go check out the brighter side group page. It's uh, everyone's so sweet on there, and if you have any problems, it's a great place to go uh, talk to people about your problems. Uh, but uh, for the most part, I just like it, negativity wins. And I won't even, I'm, I'm doing my best to not 
click on uh, like negative articles or videos unless it's like news. But yeah. it's like it's like you know, look how this you know wh- where are they now? You know what do they look like now? Where you know this is why this person's career is over. And it's like, why do people always want to know like that people's careers are over? Oh my it, god! It's so like sad. Why is that satisfying to you? I was in the checkout store at line at the grocery store, and every magazine article was like, "Look at this person, like looking bad." They're going for a divorce. No one likes you. And I was like surrounded by, I was like, yeah, even like the, the, the newspapers are just hateful. Yeah. No. Cause it gets more clicks. You know, people like they, they don't be actually a lot of times when you read negative reviews of stuff, I feel like the people don't actually feel that way. They just know that more people will read it if you give it a nasty title. Yeah. And so, and I think people like we're in a, we're in the age now where it's almost more fun to dislike things than to like them. Yeah. And it's uh I, I think it's a, a sad place to be. But it I, doesn't make you cool to dislike something. And also who gives a fuck about being cool? Yeah. Ever been to Delaware? If not, now is the time to visit. You'll find a lot of fun in a little state. Since you can drive anywhere in the state in a couple of hours, you'll spend less time driving and more time enjoying. Explore from the bays to the beaches, stroll the boardwalks, and have an oceanside bonfire. Get a taste of Delaware at one of the award-winning restaurants and enjoy a local craft brew. See the first state's unique historic landmarks and experience Delaware's endless discoveries. Plan your adventure today at visitdelaware.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, so we have any travel tips? Uh, I mean, I got some travel tips. But before we go, I want to talk mm-hmm. about my trip. Just one more thing. Do it. Because I was in New York, and it was a nice homecoming for me. I haven't been there in like two years. I snuck in in the middle of COVID and got a sandwich and split, you know, <laughs> but um, this was my first time back and I got to open for Jeff and Caroline's Aww. and that was, uh, I was hosting those shows and that was a lot of fun for me. And I don't know if you know this about me, Amber, but years ago, 14, 15 years ago, like when I first met Jeff, uh, he was like, come do five minutes at Caroline's. And I came and I did five minutes and I had no materials. This is 14, 15 years ago. Hey you know? everybody. I'm Ed Larson. I like cheesesteaks. Exactly. And family was there. And so I did fine at the early show. And he's like, great. I want you to come do the same exact set tomorrow at 10 PM on Saturday. I was like, all right. And I got destroyed. <sighs> like I literally booed off stage, like people screaming, get off the stage. <laughs> Like it was like it crippled my ego. Like it destroyed me, Amber. Yeah. Like to the point where, like, you know, you know, I never really did that much stand up. I couldn't, I was like, it was like, this is what it's like, you know, like I can't Sometimes. put myself through it. You know, it's so emotional. Like I'm in this hit sketch group and I'm going to fucking keep getting booed off a of stage. Like it made no sense to me. So I was like, if I'm really going to be a great stand up, I got to fucking do it every night for years. You know, I, I, I real, I had that epiphany and I'm like, I don't think I can have the energy for that. So I never really dove too deep into it. But, you know, now that I've been getting on stage more and more and I've been hosting a lot more, it was nice to come and fucking kill. You kill? Six nights in a row. Oh, good, Eddie. It was great. You deserve it. I needed it. Because you're talented. It fucking, like, I needed that win so bad. 
it was i i needed to take that shit back it was fucking and like the first show i was like so nervous and like it took like i blanked right when i got on stage and then i was able to work my way out of it but then like the first couple nights i was a little slower and then every show got a little better until like i fucking i had a whole six minute bit that i fucking riffed and it was uh it was great that's amazing it was great it was it was it was very uh it felt i needed it hard and uh one of the nights that we were out uh after the show friday night uh, it was one of the coolest after show hangs I've ever had. Cause you know, like, uh, you're doing shows with Jeff, Jeff knows everybody. And so we're always, you know, always hanging out with ridiculous celebrities, you know, whoever all the time. But this night it was, we had, we met up at an Irish bar in Midtown and we were cause just cause of all the work that we've done over the years and the people we've met. You know, you find yourself like knowing all these like weird sects of humanity. And when they're, they sometimes they intersect. And so we hung out all night, me and Jeff and a couple of our friends, a couple comics, but like mostly just uh, me and Jeff uh, with a bunch of wrongly imprisoned people who were in jail for over de- for decades and a bunch of wounded warriors. And we, we hung out till like four o'clock in the morning. That's more fun than celebrities. Tell you what, hanging out with them. It was one of the coolest fun drinking nights of my life. Amazing. I mean, I'm telling you the, that those two groups of people, they get down. I bet. Like if it's like if anyone has a lust for life, it's like a soldier who fucking barely survived with no legs or arms. And like I'm drinking with a guy with no fingers handing me beers. Oh, you know, like it's like it's the craziest <laughs> shit. This is knuckles handing yeah. it to you. No, legit. And like <laughs> and it was and he's buying and like it, it was it was crazy. And wow. then like I'm talking to other guys wrongly imprisoned for 22 years. You know, and like and like we're and we're just getting hammered. And then you know we start getting into it and talking about it. By the end of the night, it was just like every everyone's going in and I start telling my fucking stories about like how my family's been mistreated. And it was honestly like one of the most cathartic long drinking nights of my life. That's amazing. It was, it was truly a special evening and I I couldn't, uh, I couldn't suggest doing that more. That's amazing. When you're like drinking with people that are kind of on your vibe or a little like fun and have a story and that that's, you know, yeah. When they're, when people are like, I don't really drink and you're just kind of sitting, sipping on a whiskey He's not the same. Yeah, no, and like I've I've been in rooms where it's like I'm definitely the least known person in the room, and you got to drink with those people and hang out with them. And yeah, it's very cool. It's fun to have a story, but the thing is, you know, it's not a better hang, you know, because you guys know each other. You got nothing in common, you know. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do? You gonna tell them how much you like them? Like that's like you know, like it's. I thought like, you were really cool in this one TV show and that one episode was a thing. Exactly, exactly. And so this night was uh, one of the more special nights because you're sharing ever. real stories. Yeah, real stories. I story. bet they had crazy. Like I had a bomb blow up in front of me. Dude was from Alabama. He was in an Alabama prison for fucking 23 years for a crime he didn't commit. What? Yeah. You better believe I'd go commit a crime. <laughs> As soon as I left, I go commit a crime. Not a crime. Yeah. I wouldn't go shoot anybody out, but I would. I would do something. Yeah, no. Woo. It was wild. It was so. Uh, you 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 think you got it hard, and then you meet people like that, and then they got a better fucking outlook on life than anybody. Because you have to. Yeah, this fucking woman got blown up. She's got no legs, and she. We're just sitting there drinking she's in full camo like like hunting camo not soldier camo and she's in full camo and we're just getting 
blackout drunk. Is she she's in got a chair? A, she's wheelchair? in a she's in a wheelchair with a fucking uh with a service dog that like that's for her emotional for when she has PTSD moments and stuff like that. And uh and it was it was beautiful. We're all hanging out with this cool ass dog. You know, like it was uh you know, because you always you have to ask before you pet. Oh, uh, you do. But then once you once they let you become buddies, then the dog just fucking loves you. It's like a nine month old Dutch shepherd that was just like perfectly trained. And I was like, damn, nine months old. Rambo, don't listen. This is how I, I like other dogs sometimes. Are you cheating on me? <laughs> Rambo is laying perfectly still on the floor, though. He's being a good boy. I mean, it's sweater season again for Rambo. He does have a little sweater on. It's got a pun on it. What's it say? Happy pause time? Stay positive. Oh. It's a good I thought it was good for the brighter side. It is. Yeah, it's got Pluto on it because Rambo's got major Pluto energy. He's a uh, Pluto's Mickey's dog. Oh, okay. He's, oh, always, meant- he's like, arr, 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 and he licks a lot. And he's oh. like, I love, I love you. I love you. You know, that's Rambo. That's energy. cute. I thought you meant the planet. And I was like, what is the energy of Pluto, the planet? <laughs> so cold. <laughs> <It's> so cold. <laughs> oh, no, that's Uranus, the one that was really far away. You know, when Pluto's I. Pluto's the furthest. Oh, but Uranus is the one that's... um... It's like two planets before. My very energetic mother just ate... Peanuts? Just served us nine pizzas. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. Somebody went to school. (laughs) Yeah, my very energetic mother just served us nine pizzas. Thank you. You know, the people listen to the brighter side, they get a little core of information here. My very energetic mother just served us nine pizzas. But now people are saying Pluto's not a planet. And, you know, I, those people, you just go, you know, sit on it. Sit on it. Sit They're on negative it. negative people. I got a middle finger up. I want you to sit on it and twist. <laughs> <laughs> They're the kind of people that tell you Santa Claus doesn't exist. Oh, my God. You Jews. Santa Claus isn't real. You know, he isn't real, right? Yeah, of course he's not real. Yeah, we want to have fun. <laughs> I wouldn't believe Santa Claus and, like brought these presents over here, okay? You fucking communist. You, you hate theater? You know, we're all having a good time. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I went to the Museum of Moving Image. Oh. I saw the Muppets exhibit. I loved it. I had such a nice time. Oh, and you showed me the picture of that doll that vomited everybody. Yes. I, they had the, the, the Exorcist doll. Uh, the, the little girl from The Exorcist when she puked and she spins her head. It was very cool. That's cute. And they had some Freddy stuff. But they had a big uh, Muppets exhibit. I know you're not a huge Muppets fan. but I love it. I got to, I got to see Miss Piggy in a wedding dress. It was said to pick. I took a pic. I made a stranger take a picture of me. I sent it to Julia. I was like, it's us. You know, this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> she don't like that joke, but it's funny. That's cute. <laughs> I went in Mississippi. I went to a bunch of junk stores. Cool. Um, they. Oh, and by the way, Ed, I got you a gift from the junk store. Can open I it open up. it? Yes, please. Oh my god! They're literally on the side. You of You should have like, saved it for Christmas. A nothing highway. This is like nothing. This is just something I got in a junk store. Oh my god! Please be peanuts. Ooh, Cushing's Creole, no salt, balanced heat seasoning. Oh, it's got a friendly happy facade on it. Have you heard of this company before? No. They're I... like a small local like Cajun spice. Cushions Krill. 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 Cushions Krill.
Oh my god. <laughs> they have a website that's just like very small, but um go on the website, they have some recipes on there. Cushionscreole.com or you could call them. Yeah, at, they have their uh, numbers. 985-705-9357. They you have know? their phone numbers on the bottle of spice. No, that's how small this company is. It cracked me up. I bought a t-shirt from my favorite uh uh diner in New York, Tasty's in uh, Ridgewood, mm-hmm. and it's got its phone number real like the biggest print on the entire shirt is their phone number. Like someone's going to like grab me and stop me he's like whoa well, hold on what's the phone number oh thank god <laughs> i'm gonna call him right now and make a reservation <laughs> i gotta go to this diner i gotta go to the diner this is so nice i'm gonna use the fuck out of this amber ed on their website they have recipes and if you ever mm. want to do the barbecue shrimp i will come over with wine and weed or whatever you want let's do it i they mean a, we're spending christmas together it involves two sticks of butter in this recipe it's on their website and it looks i love barbecue shrimp mm. spoiler alert there's no barbecue sauce yeah. It's just like Worcestershire and butter, Fuck yeah. spice. It's just like shrimp and a lot of sauce, and you get some bread in there, and you dip it in there. We're going to party so hard. But uh, if you, you know, yeah, make that, make that vulgar thing. Oh, my God. And there's no extra added salt in that. Yes. Cushion's <laughs> great. I love Christmas time, all the traveling and that you do, and like all, all not just the traveling, but the staying home, you know? Oh, my God. If you stay home my whole life, my adult life, and here's a trick. It's harder to do if your family has a bunch of younger people. My family's a lot of older people. So I just tell them, hey, y'all, the flight on Christmas is expensive and chaotic. I can come in between Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yeah. Guess how much my round trip to, round trip from L.A. to a very small airport in Mississippi. I'm going to get I know that it's lower than it should be. So this is going to factor into my guess. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess. $345. Whoa! Round fucking trip. That's amazing. Round trip. Now, if I were to go on Christmas, over a grand. It's so crazy. So all you have to do is explain this to your parents. Yeah. And they're going to say, oh, yeah, come in between the holidays. And then you do your Christmas Thanksgiving then. You do a, a combo, too. Man. It's fine. They just want to see you. It's sad not to be with family on the holiday, exactly, but it's also a lot of fun. If you live in a big city, like, your town's empty on a holiday. You know, everyone leaves to go home because everyone's, like, working and they go visit where they came from. Get some weed, order some Chinese food. Oh, my God. I'm so pumped. Um, Also, uh, this Christmas, on Christmas Day, uh, at some point, me and Amber are going to do some streaming, whether it's on uh, Twitch or Instagram Live or something so be on the lookout for that you come hang out with us for at least an hour on christmas because we're orphaned together and that's going to be a lot of fun and also if you're like you know on christmas if you have friends that have a dog ed i've done this with you and julie but if you have to dog sit make money and then or some or just like chill on somebody else's couch yeah it's like you're on vacation you're on vacation it's That's fine. Right. I'll set you up with some screeners. We'll Ooh. fucking it'll be will be I'll fill the bar. You're gonna have a great time. Yeah. You're not gonna want to leave. It's gonna be you, Rambo, stumbling around the neighborhood. And that but not this year, because you're gonna be home on Christmas this year. On Christmas, but I'm gonna be gone for the four days leading up to it. I land on Christmas. Oh, uh, well, the four days leading up to it. Oh, but I am Ram- dog sitting Rambo, right? Yes. You okay, are dog sitting the Rambo from the twenty first to the twenty fifth. I'm glad you guys are listening to us do our personal business. <laughs> Uh, uh, I did. I, I, I probably wrote that in my planner. Sorry. Eddie. No, no, no. It's fine. No, I, I like. I like people knowing. Uh, you know how much we where actually, I'm going to be. So you can come yeah. break into my house from the 21st to the 26th. Yes, and you can grab Amber's. Uh, she has a couple. She has some bird art. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you going to grab? Some birds on my wall? What are you going to fucking grab? I have nothing. <laughs> I honestly, I was thinking about like, I was like, oh, what if I get robbed? And I was like, oh, what? And they'll take nothing? Like, you're, what are these, my records? Like, rare. what are they going to like? This is the only thing I care about. Like, it's just like, I guess my record collection. This, that's a huge haul because yeah. it's like a heavy But haul. it's so heavy. That's know. the thing about robbing somebody in the 1970s is the TVs were so much bigger. It was a whole to do. It you was had to a rent whole. a truck. Yeah. You know, like, it's just. <laughs> no, everything's on an iPhone. Just steal the iPhone. <laughs> oh, man. Well, guys, uh, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for listening. Oh, real quick tips, I guess, right? I guess tips you, uh, you. What are some tips you got? Um, Bring headphones. I mean, of course, bring two kinds of headphones. Oh, Don't man. think your iPhone headphones are going to plug into the, if you got a TV on your flight. Uh, they're not going to plug in there. So you got to bring the old school headphones because the ones they give you are fucking donkey shit. Oh, donkey. And they try to charge you for them and they suck. So bring your own, bring two pairs of headphones. Oh, yeah. I say even three because I misplace my bullshit all the time. And you don't want to be stuck in the middle of nowhere, not nothing to listen to. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you're a big fan of headphones. Oh, yeah. I was listening to a prepper thing recently and they said um, two is one and one is none. So if like wow. you have something I like that. and you, you need it and you like it, you want to have two. So two is one and one is none. Um, pack one nice outfit. And it doesn't at have, least. It doesn't have to be a tux, doesn't have to be at like a crazy thing, but it's one decent outfit. You want to look good. Yeah. I mean, most Christmas festivities are gonna be like laying around and eating, but yeah. just in case other family comes by or you gotta go somewhere, just one decent thing. Yeah, because I mean you want you know, let's face it. We don't get together with old friends and families not to make them jealous. Uh, so look good, for fuck's sake. Oh, look good. Uh, be kind to yourself after you gain a little bit of weight. <laughs> oh, and I didn't read out what I um, ate in Mississippi. Oh, let's hear it. So, um, April, let's play some music. Um, some Christmas music, and I'll talk about what I ate. Oh, no, too. let's take let's do some like intense music. Okay. Because you know me. I like to have like... Um, so maybe some Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yes. I like to have like, you know, seeds and nuts and nice things, you know, like I'm, I'm always like eating nice, right? Mm -hmm. But in Mississippi, let me tell you what I ate. Here's right, the list. Let's start it. Seafood gumbo. Yes. Fried okra. I want it. Peel and eat shrimp. Fuck yes. Raw oysters. Mm. Charbroiled oysters. Shit. Blackened snapper. Yes. Fried catfish. Fuck yeah. Hush puppies. Hot boiled peanuts. One of my favorites. Hot, I love hot boiled peanuts. Oh my God, I ate almost a whole fucking can. Good. Crab claws. Ooh. Homemade lemon ice box pie. Nice. Homemade German chocolate cake. Oh my God. Shrimp creole. Oh my God, Amber, you did so good. I'm, oh, I'm so proud of, of you. Farts. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, I had bagels four times. Whoa. Four out of six breakfasts were bagels. What kind of bagels would go into? I, I did, uh, I went to Bagel Bob's on University in Town, mm -hmm. and I got an everything bagel with, yeah. uh, with salmon, uh, with smoked, with a, a lox, cream cheese, and onion. That's the best. Oh my God, and that brought bagels home for me and Julia, and now my backpack smells like bagels, and my all my all I had all my masks in there, yes. so all my masks smell like everything bagels. You're blessed. And it's fucking wonderful. You're blessed. If you, if you I didn't know I did this. What a great life hack. You have a bunch of everything bagels that are fresh out the oven. Throw your masks in there, and you're just going to be breathing in everything bagels for days. You're it's, blessed. A, it's a wonderful way to live your life. I got I got bagels at uh, at Brooklyn Water Bagel, which is in Queens, and uh, and the, the, they have a, uh, a bagel called the Broadway, which is whitefish salad, spinach, onion, tomato, uh, and it is gooder than. Damn. And I went to this uh, Colombian spot that I love on Broadway in Astoria because I was staying in Astoria because I wanted to eat all my own restaurants. 
And uh, I couldn't make it to Astoria Seafood Market, unfortunately. It's all right. But uh, I went to the, the Colombian spot that I love, and I got the um, the consomme soup with all the chicken hearts. Yes. And then uh, I got Katz's Deli, and I got shawarma from the moons, oh. and I got I, I went I went all out. It was so good. I went to I got some good New York diner breakfast yes. with John Moreno. We were right next to the Ghostbuster building. Greek diner? Uh, it wasn't. No, it was a standard like like everyday diner, like okay. a, like a train car diner. Okay. Okay. Situation. But um, I had I did have Greek food uh, when I was in Astoria. I had some Greek, but I got I got the uh, I got the shawarma, mm. and uh, I got shawarma twice, bagels four times, uh, diner food twice. Uh, you know, I, the Colombian food, which is hard to find out here. And then I got some. Uh, I went to Little Poland, and I got some good Polish food. I got the trio with the uh, bigos and the kielbasa and the pierogies. Mm. I fucking did. You uh, did it, Ed. I did. I had a great. I, I went, uh, it was, uh, you know, I, I miss, I know why I live in LA and not New York anymore, but it was so nice to see all the old friends. It was so nice to, to show the movie. I showed the movie at the old pit where my mom got to see me perform a bunch of times. Oh. It was very emotional. We had a good showing. A lot of people came out. It was uh, like Andrew Short from the Story Must Be Told was there. Katie Frame from Reformed Whores, you know. So there was a whole bunch of, uh, and then I had a bunch of Murderfist guys came out. Well, the only two that are left in, in New York. But the, uh, Jared and John Moreno, they came out and it was, uh, it was nice. That's great. It was such a sweet, uh, wonderful time. And, you know, and then I did a show, at least one show every night. And That's I hung amazing. out with a bunch of fans, came out. I had fans come out to Caroline's. Uh, hung you out. did a lot of work, Ed. Yeah, I did. I worked the whole time I was there. I was like writing during the day. You're a working girl. I was. It was wild. I I, I couldn't believe it. I was. Uh, I'm very proud of the of the whole uh, the whole shebang bang. Uh, um. Yeah. So I had a great trip. So just remember, uh, you can you can do two things on vacation. You can either relax, which you deserve. Or you can bang out and do a bunch of shit. I like banging out and do a bunch of shit and then having one day where I do nothing. I like doing nothing a bunch. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a lot of fun. Oh, but here's a, another trip. If you travel, clean your room before you leave. Yes. Because when oh you my get back, God, Amber. you yes. want that made bad. No dirty dishes. Make sure you didn't fucking no leave dishes. no bullshit in your dishwasher. You know what I did? An extra credit. I had this little um, peppermint oil and I kind of put a couple drops in my room. Ooh. So it just smelled like peppermint. That's when I got back. Nice. Take out the trash before yes. you leave, for fuck's sake. Uh, yeah. No, and um, if you live, uh, it's the holidays. Uh, people do get robbed, unfortunately. So uh, leave a light on. Uh, so it makes it kind of seem like you're home. Or you can like have like a scary doorbell. It's like, surprise, motherfucker! Yeah, like, when yeah. someone steps on your door. Yeah, it just sounds like a fucking AK-47 cocking. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? That's my that's my doorbell. That's your doorbell. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Guys, this has been the brighter side. Ladies, guys, everybody, um, they, uh, this has uh, been a blast. Um, I, I'm so happy we got to talk again, Amber. Yeah. Um, check us out. This comes out on Friday. Um, on Tuesday, uh, December 14th, uh, you can see the brighter side live on Twitch. Uh, it's the second Tuesday of every month, 8 p.m. Pacific. 11 p.m. Eastern. That's on the last podcast Twitch network. You bring your gripes. We tell you, you know, what, what's good about your gripe. Uh, so uh, let, let's uh, let's talk about it. Let's get into it. I want to give a special shout out to uh, a great listener uh, and, a, and a really good dude, Travis Whipple. Um, he's having a really tough time. Uh, he's uh, he's having trouble walking, and unfortunately, we live in a society where we have to do GoFundMe's instead of. Uh, 
them just taking care of uh, the government just taking care of us. So please um, help Travis uh, walk again. Uh, the GoFundMe uh, it is uh, uh, you can go check that out. Uh, Travis Whipple, just search for it. Uh, GoFundMe, Travis Whipple, help Travis walk again. Uh, he is very far from his goal, uh, it, and and um, it's just tough. And you do it not because you know Travis. Not I don't I don't fucking know who he is. Uh, you know <laughs> he looks nice enough, but um, you know it's just, you don't do it. It's paying it. You're paying it forward, but you also like you know it makes you feel good. And it's the holidays, and uh, and people need all the help they can get. And he's having a really hard hard time. So please. Help Travis walk again. Go find me. Check that out. Um, check out Amber's other podcast, Someplace Underneath, N-E-I-T-H, uh, exclusively uh, part of the last podcast network. You host that with the great Natalie Jean. Uh, it's a fucking wonderful show, and the world loves it. Uh, thank you, everybody who posted about that, this show, the roundtable, gentlemen, uh, when your Spotify uh, end-of-year list came through. That was that was a day um, that my heart grew three sizes. Oh, yeah. So wonderful. It was uh, beautiful. And, uh, you know, Anytime, by the way, uh, never think you uh, messaging us and telling us you think we're great uh, bothers. It would bother us. No, some people told me it's like sorry for bothering you. It's like you kidding me? It's just like a validation. Yeah, it uh, makes my day. Yeah, so please message us uh, if you want to send us anything, or you want to send us a uh, self-addressed envelope with a stamp on it. We'll send you a sticker. But if you want to mail anything to us, uh, you can mail it to uh, uh, the brighter side, uh, care of LPN, PO Box four seven zero, North Hollywood, California nine one six zero. Three. Um, I just showed the movie at the pit. It was a very big success. Um, but I love it so much. It's the holiday season. Uh, so uh, it's a it's a great time to get emotional. Uh, so go to howamericankillmymother.com uh, and check out the movie that Travis Irvine from uh, Abe Lincoln's Top Hat and I made. You can buy it or rent it for under $5. Um, a great thing to watch with your family. I promise you. Um, watch the replay of the Great Mugshot Rose on the, um, the LPN YouTube channel. Um, it was a benefit we did for the Last Prisoner Project. And we talk about uh, people who are incarcerated for marijuana, which is crazy. Twitter, at EddieTunes underscore, at Amber Smelson, at Last Podcast Network, at Brighter Side LPN. Instagram, Amber Smelson, EddieTunes, Last Podcast Network, The Brighter Side LPN. Amber, Patreon, hit me with the info. <laughs> Amber Smelson, A-M-B-E-R-S-M-E-L-S-O-N. And it's a way to support me as an artist. Also, I do private videos on there, cooking, and just a um, way to make your life better. I love it. Amber on the Rocks, every Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific. I guess that makes it 9 p.m. Eastern. Sit around, have a drink with Amber, talk some shit. She fucking loves it. Um, in it's a it's a breath of fresh air. Um, sticker. I told you to get that. Spotify. Check me out on uh, Ed Larson on Spotify. I got lots of great um, playlists on there. Thank you, April, our editor, for all the hard work you do, taking out our ahs and ums and putting in the Christmas music underneath and all that other fucking shit you do that i don't know about because you do it and i thank you immensely for it um the eddie dudes two hour radio hour uh, three episodes coming out this month no joke i'm literally going to go home tonight and uh release another episode uh so that's gonna be a lot of fun uh we've got a christmas episode coming out and it's great today uh this is a song that i was jamming on the way here that just fucking hit me in the right place so i want to share it with you guys it's called golden boy by the Mountain Goats, and uh, it's just so oh, much fun. Ball. 
We love you guys. Uh, stay cool. Stay positive. Uh, be good to yourselves. And uh, be careful traveling and be nice to these goddamn flight attendants. Their life is so hard right now. That's it. Bye. Boots, which always guarantees a good shine. You must try to lead a good life. You must do unto others would have them do so that when you die you'll find golden boy peanuts waiting in the afterlife for you there are no pan-asian supermarkets down in hell so you can't buy golden boy peanuts there are no pan-asian supermarkets down in hell so you can't buy golden boy peanuts yeah This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.